Hello and welcome to the Identity Podcast right here. Uh, we're so excited to be here for a very special episode. Of course, we are presented to you by Find Your ID NYC. Of course, go ahead and follow us on all social media platforms at the Identity Podcast. And go ahead and uh, check our podcast out, available on all streaming platforms as well. So that's pretty cool. And of course, listen to us on Brick Media every Tuesday for the Identity Podcast. If you love the Identity Podcast, well, guess what? You can sponsor us if you want to do so. Just email us at press at findyournyc.com, and we'll get back to you with more details on that. Well, I'm Taylor, one of your co-hosts for the Identity Podcast, along with Tark, my fellow and lovely co-host, and we're so grateful to be here. It's good. I think it's going to be a, just a, a great time tonight as we uh, we welcome some two, maybe our most special guests ever, right, Tark? <laughs> You're muted, Tark. Oh. <laughs> So special, I'm speechless. <laughs> I was definitely muted. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm so happy and I'm so excited to have our mothers on with us, our biggest fans, our biggest supporters. Yes. It's going to be awesome. It's, it really is going to be great. So I'm very excited. We celebrate Mother's Day, our Mother's Day celebration right here for the Identity Podcast featuring no one else but our mothers. So we, we're here to celebrate Mother's Day. We're here to celebrate our moms and everything that they've done for us and, and how much we love them. So we're very grateful for that. Uh, I'll try not to be sappy, uh, but it should, it should be a lot of fun tonight. So uh, let's go ahead and get into the show. Once again, you're listening to the Identity Podcast right here, presented to you by Find Your ID NYC. Uh, so I'm excited to get into it, but uh, let, let's what go question? ahead. So let's introduce our lovely guests. <laughs> Behind door number one is a mom. No, <laughs> whose mom is it? Okay. I'll introduce my mom first. Uh, uh, Caleb's mom is a, also a firm supporter, and I've met her a couple of times, so I appreciate you as well. So we're just going to start from mom, and then we'll go to you. So, mom, go right on ahead. Who are you, and what's your identity? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is definitely a pleasure, a pleasure <laughs> to be on, just in honor of the celebration for mothers, but also, too, just to support both Tyree and Caleb. This is truly amazing. Um, I was sharing with Caleb briefly that as a mother, you know, with our children, it will catapult us to do things that sometimes we may not be as comfortable with doing. But good afternoon, everyone. I am Tyree Amor's mom. I am Angela Thompson, and it is an honor. Um, my identity, wow. Um, I don't even know how to answer that, to be I honest. I mean, I was just dropping the bomb there. Like, oh, that's oh, <laughs> We got, we got Angela Tyreek's mom. That's as far as we've gotten so far. <laughs> and now it's like we passed the buck right now. I'm joking. I'm just as nervous too, mom. Don't worry. Uh, Caleb, you want to take it away? <laughs> this is usually what I do when I'm nervous. I pass it to Caleb. And Caleb's probably going to pass it to his mom. So we'll, we'll just get the ball rolling like that. No, yeah. Uh, no, go ahead. No, uh, Caleb was you know, going to ask about profession, things that inspire you. Um, you know, I can talk for days, you know, you can talk for days, mom, but it's about whatever they want to hear tonight, you know, so we're out for our demographics, um, there's entrepreneurs, there's all types of people that are out there, but I'm sure everyone can connect to two podcasters or two just entrepreneurs trying to make something happen and our moms are behind us. We're basically artists in this industry and pioneers and 
you got us sailing the ocean blue. So I'm just so appreciative of both of you, for sure. Appreciative of Caleb and who you've created. So Ms. Janet, how did you create Caleb? Thank you. That's a, that's a different question. No. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, I agree. Yeah, I, I think um, I think what's great about the show is we'll you know we'll go back and forth talking about different things. But yeah, it just uh, you know, brief introduction and everything, and we can really get into occupation and everything. So I'll, I will introduce formally introduce my mother, uh, Janet. I'm very excited to have her on. She's also uh, a, a teacher, and uh, she is one of my inspirations in life, and, and definitely someone that I'm I'm very grateful for. So welcome, my mom. Hi. <laughs> I don't know what to say after that. <laughs> yeah, right? he, took, he took all my words. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, well, well, we're, yeah. We're gonna... you, you, you said everything, Caleb. I was my gonna... bad. <laughs> my bad. I do that sometimes. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so similar. This is just like us in our own podcast. I know, right? It's like we're looking at the mirror. I I don't know if anyone uh, is visually keeping up, but yeah, um, this is awesome to actually see this happen. Me and Caleb's dynamic is very interesting as well because Mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone else knows, uh, people that have been following the show for a while, Caleb has never ever seen how tall I am. So he's he's always been like the older brother. No, I'm joking. No, actually, Caleb one time said he was. very um, inspired by what I did and that inspired me and that's how our bond has become even stronger. So our identities have both evolved. Congratulations on graduating Caleb and doing what you, I know I put you on the spot there a little bit, man, but no worries. Just, you did, you, he's been doing this all simultaneously of working and running other podcasts. So you know, this is like, you know, super unsung hero. And that's kind of what our podcast is always about. I mean, I know um, both both of you in your own right are sung in a lot of ways. I know my mom is definitely um, gets her flowers. Actually, that's what I was so late. I was actually getting flowers. But, um, uh, but you know, I think you get your flowers and everyone gets their flowers. So we just like, I want to see what you appreciate about yourselves. And we can tell you some of the things that we appreciate about you. And I definitely yeah, see I you that. as pioneers in your own right of love and inspiration you know you know the, the joke i was going to make um janet usually said this thing where he'll be like well tarp you just said it all and i just like it just reminded me of how you guys are just like reciprocally going through this so we're all here we're feeding off each other like that's what this is about you know mm-hmm. for sure definitely i i, I do think it's funny to note uh uh we are currently in i uh, i did uh diagonal of each other my mom and i are diagonal and, and Tarek and, and angela are diagonal of each other and i do find that kind of interesting because as you can tell as we mentioned just a few minutes ago we are basically our mom you know very very similar uh and so we're just kind of just wanted to mention that right <laughs> it just kind of happened we did not plan this i promise it's genetics right it's genetics <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. What we're here, we're talking about. So who wants to open up? What was the first um, inspirational moment you've had where it defined your identity? Anyone can start. I'm, Caleb, you want to start? You normally don't start. You start. What's your? What was your first defining identity moment? Oh man, putting me on the spotlight. Well, I, I titled this segment Path of Identity because I thought it was a great way um, to be able to find, you know, talk about our pathways and everything. And I think this is a great episode as well to not only talk about, you know, celebrating our mothers and motherhood, 
but also be able to talk about um, what we've been given thanks to our mothers, you know, this life and everything. And so um, I think when it comes to when it comes to this uh, show, uh, when it comes to this uh, this segment here, um, you know, it's hard to kind of pick one defining moment for identity. I, I think that's really hard for anyone. And this is the first time I think I've ever been put on the spotlight to to mention my first my my own show to mention like when's when when was your I'm first going next. I'm moment? going next. <laughs> <laughs> like oh boy, um, I think. I think for me, one of the big moments uh, would just have to be realizing what I really wanted to do. You know, when I first, I, I mentioned on the show before, when I first went to college, I came as a commercial music major thinking I want to make records, right? I want to be a record producer. That's what I want to do. And then uh, halfway through my freshman year, I'm like, I don't, I'm just not feeling this. I have a hard time. I've been so good with academics. I, I've always been passionate about it. And I did well in classes. I just never really was um, to the level that I, I hoped I would be as far as inspiration-wise, right? And so after a while, it was just trying to find exactly um, kind of what I needed to do. And when my mom is actually the one who told me of a job offer back in Peoria at a uh, radio station, that I grew up listening to and idolized, right? Uh, an alternative rock station in Peoria, Illinois. Uh, I'll mention this, mention it this time. Uh, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I was like, you know what? I think it's a great idea. It would be cool to do it over the summer, do stuff for promotions, and I'll apply for the job. So I applied for the job. Was able to. I just wanted him to have a job, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That's true. Every day, every day for like two months, she was like, by the way, this place in, in Peoria is uh, open up. This place in Peoria is uh, available for jobs. I'm like, okay. <laughs> It was a lot. It was a lot, but it was. Uh... No, I mean, to that, not not to interrupt your story, but along no, that vein, I do feel that there's been moments where I have been so uninspired, and the only person that's been able to kind of push the ball has been my mom. You know, and I really do appreciate that. Like, um, I think what Caleb was kind of before you uh, before you go further, I, what was interesting about the path of identity is most people that we bring on the show don't have their you know their parents there with them. And I don't think we've ever done this particularly in this way. So our own perception of our identity is going to be so different than maybe the way our parents have raised us or the expectations that they want or the things that we think that they think that they want, you know, because yeah. we expect things from them as well that, we're, that are sometimes arbitrary. So I, um, I think that's so interesting that like this profound thing was really just, she's like, I just got to push him. That's all. It's so simple in her mind. You're just like, you know, as I found the journey and I set upon a rock, <laughs> I, up and I realized radio was calling my name. You know, that's Taylor. That's how he expresses himself. You know, and I think it's just awesome because it really is. You found out who you were, and and I wanted to say that I often have had issues with that as well. You know, along my journey of figuring out exactly what I'm good at, and just being kind of interested in so many different things. You know, Caleb and I bonded on just anything from conspiracy theories to music, to jazz, to just like random things, you know? And a lot of times it does take much a much longer journey to get to exactly where you want to be instead of fitting in to something, you know, just a mold or something, you know? So I think you've all like spread your wings too. My mom is 
making her own molds in some ways, if you want to touch on some things there, mom. But um, yeah, regardless, I, I just feel like my, my um, uninspired moments had me at a moment to realize how vulnerable I could be in my mother's arms to, to push forward, to actually master my own inspiration eventually. So just get a job. <laughs> I mean, I figured he'd like the radio. I thought it, well, it was more, um, it was like a street team is what it was, where they went okay. out, they put yeah. the radio station and they, you know, talked with people and, you know, did, did different things. So I thought, I mean, Caleb's a very social person. So I just thought it sounded like yeah. something he liked. But I also knew that, you know, his dad and I wanted him to have a job. So, <laughs> you know, so Mom, why do you keep laughing so deep? <laughs> well, job, job, job. No, I was there. I was definitely there. Okay. Yeah, it definitely, I mean, I was looking for jobs, but if it wasn't for my mom, I definitely wouldn't have uh, found a job as quickly as I had. And uh, that was actually the summer that I worked three jobs. I was very busy, but I made a lot of money. Thank you, mom. Because two out of the three jobs, my mom actually helped helped me get because she yeah. told me about them. And, uh, and they were probably two of the best jobs I've ever had, to be honest with you. Um, and so, and I still have ties with the radio station to this day, which is really great as well. Uh, and I, and what was awesome is about working there as I was able to move up and no longer was I on the street team, but I was also the promotions assistant when I was back and I was able to work with the promotions director for the station. I was able to go to different events. I would be put in charge of different events, like different sound checks. I got to meet bands. I got free concert tickets. I mean, it was amazing. And that job taught me and showed me this passion that I've always had for radio is exactly what I wanted to do. I just never really allowed myself to get there. And even though my mom, I doubt she ever realized that's what she was doing. It's what kind of happened. And uh, I actually love talking about it. I talk about it all the time when people ask me about my journey into radio. I'll say, well, it's kind of funny, but my mom kind of pushed me into it without even realizing that she was pushing me into it. And uh, now I'm a mess and I'm a nerd and I know everything about radio. <laughs> but And I actually have to stop myself from not talking in my radio voice or even my podcast voice when I'm, when I'm talking. And in fact, it's become so like just common for me to do it. That so I, I was I was just talking to someone the other day and they're like, Caleb, you don't have to act like you're a host with me. Like, <laughs> oh sorry. <laughs> I've done that with like taking an order at a restaurant, like, hello, can I get the number five? <laughs> Extra veggies. <laughs> you are listening to <laughs> That's great. That's so awesome. <laughs> Finding what you love. Finding what you love. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. does anyone want to touch on that? Like, you, you it's interesting. You? you know, it's just interesting as I am. Um, it's just listening to both um, Caleb. You share. It's so intricate in terms of even for Tyreek of the entertainment business and the creativity in terms of where he is and the pathway that he is pursuing, you know, because as his father has been in the entertainment business for years and I can remember him just being in his dad's arms and being around different entertainers and in, you know, yeah. entertainment world and in the entertainment business, Apollo Theater and other, other places as well. So it's just interesting of how you don't realize the shaping that is manifested, you know, just by wanting them to get a job, right? 
but just to <laughs> begin to kind of cultivate and just nurture aspects about their identity that they've not yet yeah. even tapped into, you know? So mm -hmm. it's just definitely, definitely interesting in that way of the path of identity, you know, which is understanding an individualism. And that's something intricate that um, I always foster through not only my life, but just instilling in Tyreek of individual, know who you are, you know, don't let outside entities or society shape you, you know, or conform you into being a mold, you know, break the mold. That's who we are in our individuality. That's who we are in the uniqueness of who God has created us. And it's so interesting of how so many doors and avenues open up when you own who you are, you stand in confidence of who you are, what you bring to the table and doors open. You know, a lot of times people are struggling with, you know, what is my passion? What do I want to do? Because you're looking outwardly instead of inwardly. And that's something that I've always, you know, just encouraged Tyreek that the gifts, the uniqueness, the qualities, you know, that God has placed in you, it's amazing. It's remarkable. And you want to utilize that. You don't want to conform to what other people may shape you to be, you know, know who you are, know your individuality, know your value, you know, and know your worth and being willing to whatever you're willing to do for others, you know, going 500%, be willing to do that for yourself as well. And that's something yeah. I can say that I too, you know, even where I'm at, am constantly learning, you know, because I will extend for others and entirely too. That's what we, we, we've grown in that love, nurturing. <laughs> but sometimes yeah. you have to take that same energy and make sure that you're pouring into yourself so that the yeah. fulfillment of your vision is manifested as well. All right. I actually had a note to that, mom. First of all, snaps. <laughs> Caleb was like, oh, yeah, his mom's speaking. <laughs> She's the quiet one, right? <laughs> Oh man, but that was beautifully said. I was gonna say even to a note of that, like it's it's something <laughs> yeah, oh wow. Shout out to that. Nana just said yes. <laughs> Three layers of mothers here. No, I'm saying. Um so um what I was gonna say was just the to the uniqueness of who we are and, and the individual individuality of the steps that we take as you know, the first steps on our path. I feel like I would say that the one that I had a bond with with my mom the most as a child was my heart and my like sometimes over zealously giving heart. Um, I was remembering this memory and I, I, I we can share this on the show because it's a little anecdote. But um, when I actually gave part of my food, remember mom, my lunch to someone in school or whatever, and it was like you like you didn't eat today or whatever, and it was like this not this like uh, chastising moment, but I just I remember very specifically my mom just like not discouraging me to give, but learning how to like, hey, listen, you were hungry today. So think about that aspect of it, you know? And so, and it was something that you were probably experiencing as well. So I never thought about that because you're my mom, but it's this bond that we all share. Like you said, Caleb, like we're just so part of them, you know? So regardless of what it is, they're actually helping. And I appreciate having a mother or all, all those out there that may not necessarily have their own mother there, but have those mother figures to actually comfort, support, and create in a lot of different ways. And the idea of the divine feminine has become such a great, much grander thing over time. And I appreciate where it's going, you know, despite the other things that are being associated with it. But, you know, truly stepping in this power, you know, owning our own businesses and moving mm -hmm. forward and, you know, having the family, bonding, inspiring our, our children, like, that's what we're here for, the community, you know? And yes. mothers are the essential part of the community, for sure. 
generous heart, right? <laughs> I know Caleb has an over generous heart too. That's why me and him have bonded as well. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, mom, if you wanna, if you wanna talk about kind of your path as well. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, you should have warned us on that one. <laughs> I did tell you. Oh yeah, we gave them no warning, everyone. I mean, audience. not path of identity. <laughs> That's like a diet. Yeah, like she needs about an essay. You know, some time to think about this. Oh, yeah. My apologies. That's why I said, we, we, this was, you know what Caleb introduced this show to me? He said, it's going to be light. We're just going to talk to our parents. Yeah. Like, hey, and he's in radio show voice. Right about yeah. <laughs> it's well, funny, though. I'm a planner, okay? Yes, Caleb's a planner. <laughs> plan this. What I was going to say is, um, you got to remember also that Caleb and I have started this journey in August, and we are like literally pour out our heart every Wednesday. Oh, I know. And we just open this up, so we're so used we to this. Know. Like, it's like, hey, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a it's a big thing to kind of go through it, but I think it's very healing, and you know, just yeah. You know, well, I mean, one thing, you know. I guess I'll say, I you know, it's. I guess I can't really pinpoint like one particular. Um, like path of my identity, but I guess I could talk a little, I guess like more the aspects of my identity, like where I am now. Um, mm -hmm. when, I, when I think about, because I know like when you guys started this and, and when yeah. you were doing those um, podcasts where you were really talking about identity and people finding themselves, it kind of got me thinking, you mm -hmm. know, oh, well, what is my identity, you know? And, right. Um, you know, when I think of myself, I, you know, I think of the different, I guess, parts of me, the roles I play and, you know, that are very important to me and make me who I am and, you know, start with a teacher, you know, I'm a teacher, I've, I've been a teacher for years, I've worn many different hats, I've been in many different roles as a teacher, but it's very much a part of who I am. In fact, I, I was really laughing when Caleb said that about how he has to watch his um, you know, uses his like radio voice when he orders. I'm constantly getting uh, <laughs> talked to by my husband for talking to him like he's a student. <laughs> <laughs> and I know like both my children kind of get, mom, you're not our teacher, you know? <laughs> it's yeah, I, I recall. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to switch that role off. But definitely, mm. you know, that part of me being a teacher, you know, being in that role, um, you know, being a, a daughter, um, especially now that I'm older and my parents have gotten older, um, that has, that role changes a little bit and it definitely becomes a, a part of your identity. Like, you know, when this pandemic hit and I just remember, you know, my parents were in that, that older demographic that was, you know, really kind of in the scary, you know, zone as, as you know, being successful with COVID and I, you know, that just became such a worry for me and trying to make sure they were okay. And um, so being a daughter, you know, being a, a mother, definitely um, a wife. Um, I, when my daughter was just about two years old, I introduced a new level of my life, which was running. And that's a new part of, I guess, my identity that I had never, um, had never experienced um, I was not an athlete. Um, I was actually 37 years old when I started. And one of my favorite stories was, um, I've been running for about a year or two and nice. mom looked at my dad one day and said, can you believe Janet's a runner? 
And um, he's like, he's like, or my mom's like, would you have ever thought, you know, Janet was, when she was younger, she'd be a runner. And my dad goes, I didn't think Janet would be a runner when she was in her thirties. <laughs> it was like, you know, and I'm like, I, yeah, I get it, dad. You know, I never thought that, but I found that and it became a part and it is now a part of who I am. And, and it's a part of who I am. You know, if you ask um, my kids or any of my family, I mean, I am one of our big things that we do is um, Caleb and I both run for St. Jude. Um, and we, that's become a very big part of my identity. Um, I, you know, and just doing, I don't have not, don't really do races the way I did, um, especially because of COVID, but I still run and it's very much a part of who I am. Um, so yeah, I, you know, just, I guess that's kind of when I think of identity, I just think about all the different roles that I play and kind of how they, um, they shape me. I will say, though, that of all those roles, probably one that has shaped me the most and um, allowed me to learn the most about myself is becoming a mother. Um, I became a mother to Caleb when I was, you know, still kind of not sure of who I was. Um, and I actually was a single mother um, the first four years of his life. And you grow up really fast and you learn who you are because you've got this other um, person to take care of and they become the most important. And so I learned a lot. So, I mean, I guess if I really had to pick my path, you know, where I really started learning that path of who I was, I guess I would have to say when I had Kayla, um, mm -hmm. when I really learned who I was and, and learned a lot about myself. I'll break the first tier. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the award. Uh, <laughs> no, that was beautiful. That was amazing. Yeah, I um, I, I was going to touch on some things you said. Basically, um, from what I gathered, you know, the roles that we or not necessarily provided or maybe that the universe or god has put in our lives like our family members like our mother you know sisters our whatever roles we play as a daughter as a as a son is a is such a big thing and that kind of defines us in its own way and then you spoke about running which is this new thing that can define you uh, it's a new role to be a runner you know that's not something that was originally assigned to your identity and you've added it and grafted it into yourself um, and oftentimes we talk about being grafted into the larger kingdom of, um, of being a part of like heaven or greater things to that being. Um, so in that sense, I think that as we continue to fulfill the roles that we, we've seen or we know of ourselves, you know, with our past, I've like Caleb and I've seen so many different roles and lifestyles and everything just along this show. And that has opened up our minds so much to just try different things. And even this podcast alone has been a different step for me. And I realize it's the most me I've been in a while. So that's very interesting um, to couple that with these new talents with the old roles that we used to play. So um, yeah, that's so beautiful. I think I think my mom has a lot of similar stories. She tells me about that as well, of how our bond has created and, and matured and just being a mother has been one of the most strengthening times of her, of her life, you know? <laughs> I've shed many tears about this, so. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, it's just, it's just um, it just fills my heart and I hope that this show fills others' heart with this, with the joy of what it truly means to be in connection and to bond 
in, in a significant way with yourself and with the roles with others, you know, that means a lot. Mm -hmm. Very well said. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> <What? laughs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just stage left right now. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, I love I love to hear everything that has been mentioned thus far. And as we continue to talk, it, um, I think we could we could really steer the show in any direction, right? I, I don't think it necessarily has to have a, a, a super certain direction <laughs> that it has to take or anything like that. Um, I think, uh, hello, Dan. Uh, I think yeah, <laughs> Sorry, I thought he was going to stay downstairs. No, okay. Bye. <laughs> Get them down there. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think um, I think this is a, a great time to just you know continue and, and as we talk about identity and, and we get into you know careers and motherhood and everything. I think it just goes to show the, uh, the this this amazing thing that we often overlook at times is also one of the most special bonds and most important things and the truest reason as to why we are here and as to why we continue. And that's, you know, the circle of life is motherhood, motherhood. And, and I think um, uh, having, having you know, having a mother and, and being able to uh, just know so many people who have, who have gone through being a mother and then who are mothers, it's, a, it's, not, it's not like, a, oh, I'm a mother for a day. I'm a mother for a life right it's a lifelong thing and so i i think mother's day is gotta be one of the most underrated days of the year uh and because it also shouldn't even be a day it should be every day right every day <laughs> it's like earth day every day <laughs> mother earth day every day <laughs> exactly yeah. and, and i think that's i think that's a really important thing to know is the fact that you know every day is mother's day as well and every day is father's day it's uh it's it's a it it you wish that would be a trend, but unfortunately, alas, here we are. But that's that's a whole nother topic. Um, <laughs> that, that, that becomes your identity, you know? Exactly. Like, that's that's how what we I was going to say. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I mean... No, 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 no. Go ahead. You finish it up. <laughs> no worries no. at all. Um, it's interesting. Um, I definitely, Janet, just want to say I appreciate, you know, what you expressed. And as you were speaking, you know, I happened to just look to the left and path, you know, and the first thing that came to me was when you think of path, you think of continuum, you know, and we are, we are ever evolving through experiences, through situations, you know, and for me too, I can definitely attest, you know, that I was always kind of, as a child, very structured, very focused. Um, but I can definitely say that once finding out that I was, you know, going to be a mom, you know, um, even with that, you know, I can obviously just share that when I found out that I was, you know, uh, pregnant with Tyreek, like I thought I was just like so nervous and so scared, you know, to share with my mom, because again, as parents, you know, they have levels of expectations and, you know, all these things, but it was so comforting, you know, to know that once I shared it with her, you know, a lot of what I thought and that I ascertained that it would be was so far from that. Um, and once just finding out, you know, that already had stepped me into another level of maturity, but definitely once having Tyreek, it was just like, 
the focus was on building a foundation that will continuously just cultivate all that you needed, you know, no lack, you know, whatever that looked like, whatever that meant, you know, and just really, you know, having a supportive mother and, you know, even his father, just amazing and supportive father, you know, in the process, you know, to encourage, you know, just, we, we're going to do this and we're going to fulfill this. And it's, it's an amazing experience, you know, to be a mother. Um, you know, I am, you know, he always said that he's, um, I'm his greatest fan, but he's my, you know, I'm his greatest fan because it's interesting. You know, I was sharing with Caleb as many hats as I wear as, you know, being a minister, being a pastor, being, you know, a director, you know, being an entrepreneur, you know, it's Tyreek that has helped me to be stretched out of my own norm, you know, so it's mm. kind of self-reflective that it's interesting as a mother, as a parent, you'll pour into your children, but there's still some areas of, you know, barriers or, or fears, you know, that sometimes catapults you into certain places and he has definitely, you know, inspired me. And even just with the show, you know, so many different topics that has been shared that I was so unknowledgeable of, right? And it's so interesting what we're find ourselves so good at, we're comforted in continuing and enjoying that. But the things that you don't know or don't understand, sometimes you don't venture to open right. up and enlarge, you know, that area of your life, whether it's emotionally, physically, mentally, you know, spiritually. And so it's amazing, you know, definitely what it means to be a mother, definitely what it means to continuously be evolving daily and allowing experiences to continue to shape us to become the better us. And so I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the future's coming. Yes, definitely on its way. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you know, uh, this is <laughs> amazing. I appreciate that. Um, that that means a lot. <laughs> like, it's inspiring to inspire, right? Uh, I mean, it's it's so funny because I think um, it's funny when you say that because I don't ever see it like that, and I appreciate when I do get a chance to hear that because it actually motivates me to keep going. Because there's times mm -hmm. where I don't feel like. What I'm doing is the greatest, you know? Um, I think we all kind of have those moments. But um, I think one time, Caleb actually in the middle of the show was like, yeah, you're, you're one of my mentors. And I was just like, shut up. I literally said, shut up. And this is a joke that we have with Loud each other. Loud is clear. Because shut up. <laughs> I just was like, it just baffled me for him to even say something like that. And I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that people are listening. Um, anywhere out there that are you know enjoying what we're doing because what we're doing is great and that's kind of been the general consensus of what people say when they come off the show after they've had a show i mean sometimes we go for hours to two hours after the show a lot of people don't know that um and and people just connect with us and that's what this is about it's a it's a huge network that we're creating um no pun intended <laughs> here's the commercial for now i'm joking <laughs> we're actually on our way to be entrepreneurs as well in certain ways still teasing that idea but you know a network is kind of the, the move where everyone has a voice and uh just like Caleb and I who may have felt like unsung heroes or not know their purpose or not know who they are or not know who they're inspiring even if it is their mom the people around them their dog whatever <laughs> their plants you should talk positively to your plants um but um <laughs> the main thing is just to continue to be um as long as we're here in this present existence and that's why we're live in the flesh you know 36 36 minutes in, live in the flesh. You guys can check it in. Thanks, everything for all the comments. All you guys out there on Twitch and all that other stuff. What do we have? Uh, Anchor. <laughs> all of our great subscribers. We stuff. appreciate you guys. 
But um, yeah, for, for all intents and purposes, I, I wanted to ask, I guess we can open up to one of the other floors of like, do we have any questions for them? Like advice for our own for, forward journeys, Caleb? Yeah. Oof. Advice. Let's see. Um, I, feel, I feel like I get advice from my mom without even having to ask for it. Right, you that's know? So and, 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 and it's so true though. And I, I, I can actually date back to a memory when I was able to go home for Easter break. Um, or Easter weekend, more like, uh, but I was able to go home real quickly and see my family after not seeing them for several months. Um, and uh, with being being back home, even just for like three days, three, three and a half, four days, it was so, it was just needed, I think, for everyone. And it was really nice to see them be with my family and have that time and spend that holiday with them and uh, that very special day, right? And so being able to spend spend that time with my parents and, and my, my sister and and be able to just soak up all that much needed time that we unfortunately have had to miss out so much with the pandemic. And uh, being there, my mom one morning, you know, we were talking in the kitchen and she just mentioned about different stuff. And I was telling her about, you know, some opportunities I have for jobs after I graduate and uh, some different things, you know, that could take place and other options that I'm kind of mulling and, and trying to figure out what's best for me. She, you know, just kind of immediately went into like, well, don't forget, we'll have to do this. You'll have to do that. She's like, but I want you to know that we'll be with you every step of the way. And I want you to know it might not hurt for you to look at that. And it might not hurt for you to think about it this way, but actually do that. I'm like, let me write this down. Hold on. <laughs> You see, you see, that's where, okay, now I get it. Now I get it, Caleb. It's not just a Virgo thing. It's not. Your mom is like the ultimate teacher, and you had yeah. to become the ultimate student to serve. I told you, you can't turn it off. It's just in you. And he's, he's yo, Caleb so takes notes studiously. He is the note taker. Look at that. Every, I know. Got a, I got him trained well. very well. I need, I need, a, I need to Let's take a one-on-one -on -one lesson over there. Yeah. Let's just say all his teachers always thanked me. <laughs> like, thank you, thank you. <laughs> ultimate teacher. Yeah, he was, he was the ultimate teacher's yeah. student. He yeah. was. Well, I've learned tons, tons of psychiatry and social things and emotional work <laughs> with my mom. And <laughs> no one's ever. I don't think I've ever been broken down or shrinked or anything, but uh, <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> I'm very open about my emotions and there's, I don't know where that That's comes true. from. But. <laughs> I, I, something I've noticed about you, Tarek, is that every time we get on a, a call, whether it's a video call or a phone call, um, and it'll be like something we're about, you know, we're going to talk about serious. It's usually the very first question Tarek asks me is, how are you doing? Are you okay? <laughs> And I'm like, you're the only person to ever ask me that right off the bat, you know? Or to even think about it, every conversation, like yeah. easily, how are you okay? Like, I'm I great. get in trouble for that. That's so funny. People get upset sometimes. I've had people I love it. Like, I'm fine. What's your problem? You know, like one of those. That's hilarious. Oh. You know, uh, one of our guests had one of those moments. I think, yeah. um, ah, who was it? It was from um, the leader of Clearly. Um, she was like, oh, Alina, no one's yes. ever asked about my family on a podcast. And she loves her family. She loves talking yeah. about her family. Family never got a chance to talk about it. life. Yeah. All right. I, I, yeah. That's just me. But I, I appreciate you noticing that. That's funny. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I love it, actually. I think it's yeah. I think it's great. And I think it's always funny when you call me and you're, you immediately 
or like, how are you, man? Like I called you almost in response. But, <laughs> but I, I enjoy it. Okay. I think um, I think it's a great part of your identity, to be honest. Oh, and it's man. one of my favorite parts. To know that uh, even though we're constantly busy and things can be hectic at times, to know that we can still, you know, at the end of the day, have a quick chat about yeah. the show and about the network and still be able to talk about things. And you're still going to say, how are you doing? Do you need me to do anything? You know, what's what's on your plate or anything like that? That yeah, is like yeah. one of the best feelings to know that you have someone out there that's looking out for you like that. Um, it means a lot. And so oh, I, I, since she's in the room, I can thank your mom for that. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, me. And I want to give a little tidbit because I do that to him and it, it sometimes it drives him crazy. He's like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm all right, yeah, he's doing it to everyone Come else. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm good, mom. I'm like, okay, turn me. That's so funny. All right. Yeah. That's where I get it from. There you go. You figured it out. Yeah. Uh, see, I see the similarities. We see yeah, it. for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, because you guys got to talk one-on-one, uh, -on -one too. I, I was uh, a little late to the show, everyone that didn't know yet, but they got a chance to talk backstage before I even got there. So I couldn't even play back up to mom. She was just in there. <laughs> but the two, with the two I heard all of them. Just <laughs> oh, God, you heard all the crazy stories, right? Oh, man. I don't have crazy stories, I don't think. I um I never learned how to ride a bike. That was That was pretty fun. No. Me either. Kayla. No way. <laughs> what? Look at that. Oh my gosh. How oh, I see you two were meant to be friends. Exactly. <laughs> meant to be. I know yeah. how to do it now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we tried. We tried for Kayla, oh, but I also. <laughs> we, tried. <laughs> we tried. It just. Well, it just no, we actually not to get too deep into it, but we kind of, we think we figured out, Caleb had um, a lot of uh, health issues when he was little. Okay. Um, he had a lot of ear infections. I mean, and when I say a lot, I'm like not even exaggerating. Mm -hmm. It was, um, he had had like over, tw well, over 20. I felt like it was just one continuous before he was eating. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. So he, we, we think honestly that, that and he had ended up having like three sets of tubes. He had a, just a lot of issues with his ears all growing up, and we think it affected his equilibrium. Just could not ride a bike. We tried, we tried the training wheels, everything, but it just, finally we just said, you know what, you you don't have to ride a bike. You don't have to do this, man. <laughs> Any, anything, anything of that nature where you have to like really balance yourself, yeah. or you have you to. Just, I, I never can't do that. it. I have so much no trouble. Yeah, still to this day. It's so yeah. funny because your ears are so um, acute for music and and yeah. your voice and mm -hmm. like it's like you have like it's almost like you got this other ability that was evolved over time. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, they say it's a, it's a blessing and a curse, you know. Like yeah, for sure. Well, the other amazing thing about all that is you know it definitely did having all that it definitely affected him as far as like you said you know as far as some sports and and riding a bike that was very hard for him it also greatly affected when he was little his speech and in fact when caleb was about two and a half two 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 and a half years old 
you could not even understand what was coming out of his mouth. Like, wow. like I was myself and my mom were the only people that understood. He had because when his language developed, he heard nothing but like gibberish. And so that's what mm. came out of his mouth. He would talk, but it, you know, most people had no idea what he was saying. We kind of learned his language, but he he was almost almost 12 months behind language wise. Um, he had a very severe, I, I, I think, you know, you think about that, what he does now. I know. It's I was like, about to it's say, a, that is just graduated college. My voice is my career. Yes, yeah. I, I, went, I went to his, um, I, I may be jumping the gun here, but I'm going to share the story. About him. Oh no. Beautiful. Um, I, I, know, I know you may have played this for later, but this just That's kind of, okay. We're so good. I pushed his pediatrician. I wanted to get him, you know, referred. The pediatrician gave me a little pullback, but I just, I stuck as a mom, I stuck to my guns. I, I knew as a teacher and a mom, I knew something wasn't right. I knew that we needed to get on top of it. So I got him into speech therapy and um, he was in speech therapy till he was about in second grade. Um, but he started off in a community, the county um, speech therapy. And then when he turned three, they are here, they go to the school district. So he got set up with a speech pathologist at the school district. And she was amazing. She was mm. an angel in our life. She worked with Caleb and um, really, it, you know, by the time he went to school, by the time he went to kindergarten, you would have never known that this boy had like his own language. Um, and one of my favorite, uh, yeah, one of my favorite memories was so for they at the school Caleb went to, they had a talent show, and his kindergarten kindergarten year. Okay, this is a little kindergartner. He wanted to sing, and so he sang "It's a Small World," and my mom played the keyboard, and his speech wow. just sat in the back of the room and cried. Wow. <laughs> And that, I just, I mean, I will never forget that. And, and, you know, when I looked at her and I started crying because it was such, it was so amazing um, because mm. he did, you know, even though he went through that, he did. And then now like people are like, what do you mean Caleb couldn't talk? Right. That's insane. <laughs> like, I mean, look at what he does. And then now he does this podcasting and his radio shows and they become so, and, and really his speech and his language are one of the most important parts of who he is. Yes. I mean, you know, it, it, it's one of my favorite things to talk about with him because, you know, he overcame some pretty big obstacles. So that's why, I'm, you know, so what if you can't ride a bike, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Hey, that's what's going to make the millions. You didn't have to be an athlete, man. That's, that's yeah. This is the moneymaker. Teachers. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Literally. Really taking, yeah, taking time. You know, that pathologist. Do you remember her name? The speech oh. pathologist? Oh, my gosh. Now you're going to, um, was it Elizabeth? Yeah, I, th I think she went by, like, Miss Elizabeth. Yeah, Miss Elizabeth. And she And she actually retired after Caleb's kindergarten year. Yeah, wow. it was her last year. It was her last that. year. But that. she... Yeah, it, she was amazing. Yeah, she, you could have missed her by that much. Like one year later, yeah. you know, like. Yep. I know. No, yeah. but 
Mm -hmm. she was they they got put together for a reason right precisely yeah it 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 really is uh you know i often am asked about that story whether someone hears about like my problems with my ears and and, you know speech or maybe me just opening up and telling people and i've actually kind of used it as a you know obviously kind of a path to my identity right Uh, because it is it's a very important part but i've also used it as an advantage thing because I know so many people over the past year or so have opened up, opened up to me and told me that they have also went wow. to you know speech therapy and they they had to see a speech pathologist and everything and you know and they're like you know you kind of could be an inspiration Caleb for the people who have trouble even still to this day because mm-hmm. you're showing people that you can still do things like I, I mean I'll be honest with you my ears have obviously never been the same since I had so much trouble as a kid and my ears are kind of crappy but it's really funny as Tarek mentioned I have a great ear for music I have a great ear for you know playing an instrument and everything and it's so funny that I can do that really well but I can barely hear what you're saying to me across the room you know like I, I can barely understand but uh well, and 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 all honesty too I think um you know one of the things that Caleb really did enjoy when he was little even though he did have such a hard time hearing and understanding he loved music he Mm. has always loved music was the one thing that it always calmed him down he always you know wanted to do it he loved to dance he loved to sing and so you know you don't think about those things as you're raising them but now you know I look back and I think you know it kind of shaped who he's become you know, and I've always loved and enjoyed music. So I've always had it playing. I always used it with them. I use it in my classroom. So, you know, just doing that, but, you know, music has always been very important to him. And, you know, even when, you know, he was little, that feel good. If you put music on boy, he would just calm down or, you know, it would just, you know, and so it's always been a very important part of who he is from the very beginning. <laughs> yeah, the struggles we've overcome. Yes. Guess, uh, <laughs> what was mine, Mom? Um, writing, actually. That's yes. always been my biggest thing. Um, it's funny that you, the, the joke about the notes is uh, I actually hate writing stuff down. I really do. Like, I'll rather type it or whatever. Like, I used to, uh, I used to write essays before I'd write the outline, and mm-hmm. I would get a C plus on the, the essay, not because it was a bad essay, but because I never put it together. The outline would, it would always be bad. Never provide an outline. And it was apparent. It'd be like, this paragraph the is overrated. This, this paragraph is weird. And it's just like, it's this weird flow. So they were like, if you would have just moved these paragraphs around, it would be an A. Like, oh, that's what the outline's for. I get it. Tarek, but, that's uh, when you say you do what you want. Say it again? That's when you say you do what you want. <laughs> I guess. I guess. They, they were not with it. <laughs> it's their fault, not mine. Right. But also specifically handwriting. Um, I'm left-handed um, mm-hmm. by nature. So uh, I had to learn cursive in like under a year, right, mom? Mm-hmm. I mean, sleepless nights. Like I was like so behind with learning how to write cursive and stuff. I know it sounds like archaic now, right? Everyone's just typing or voice yeah. speaking. Right? <laughs> no <laughs> one uses voice texting, like, yeah. I don't care about this. But I actually used to remember because I used to have the erasable pens and I would always like try to fix it. But as my hand went across the page, obviously because I'm left-handed, 
and you write from left to right, it would be all blue all across my hand and like all these type of things. So I would I was always having issues with my handwriting and people would have issues with like what it was saying. I would lose notes. It was a very big process for me. So I was appreciative when laptops came into existence. I was like right there, right in that spot. There was a point where we could actually take um uh, test on um on the computer. I was like, oh, put me in there, put me in there. You know, so I was so tired of it. But I, the, the reason why I bring it up is it was such a struggle for me. And I remember sleepless nights where my mom was just like with me, uh, you know, learning how to do this. And this is early. This is actually before like my most struggling time, which was you know, shout out to a program called Prep for Prep, that um, you know, for what is it like about a year or two? It's like it's a summer. One school year and another summer, it's a school program that integrates you into Ivy League programs and you know other supporting places like that. So um, it helps a lot of inner city kids get to higher places um, and they recognize talent. So without the diligence of my mom and um, you know her name being Angela and Angela D after you know the Angela Davis in that sense of education, you know um, she's been such a great proponent of always learning and going through that system and, and like moving forward with that and you know, I, I will share with, you know, mom is on her journey to even get her the end of her goals as far as academia is concerned. So that's super dope. You know, at the end of the the, the Juris Doctor right now, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But uh, uh, so I think that education has been such a phenomenal thing. And where my mom and I kind of like have had this like um, semblance is that, you know, knowledge is power, but I, I like to learn everything. Like she said, she's like, you know, let's get to the academics. Let's get all. Let's get these grades straight. Let's get these papers right. Let's get. And I'm like, you know, let me learn about this rock. And it's like that has nothing to do with the project you have to do tomorrow. And I'm like, mom, I don't want to write a five-page essay. I about see that colonialism. today. Like, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about space or something. You do that with oh, the yeah. podcast too. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love it though. I love it. Yeah. So, and just yeah, a little so. clarity on it, um, actually Tyreek, like he kind of expressed with the academia and being afforded um, the opportunity for prep for prep collegiate, um, education is something that I pride myself on. I, I love education. Mm -hmm. So he actually was skipped. So that was kind of where the situation was. He was skipped to the next grade. And in that, they were already in cursive writing, which he was not you know, ready or prepared for. So it was a rush kind of, um, you know, skill that he had to develop and then with the left hand. So it wasn't so much that he was behind. The fact is he was advanced and being advanced into the grade of uh, the next grade, he had to learn it right then and there. So he would be in class and they're like, we need him to be writing es essays and, and cursive writing. And he's in the corner playing, you know, playing with, Trust in men, you know, so definitely academic wise, he's always been very intellectual, very astute, but again, he was still a child, he was still growing. So I can say, you know, sometimes I kind of feel beat myself up like, okay, you advanced him, and maybe it wasn't the best thing to do at the time, you know, because emotionally he wasn't in that level yet, you know, so but yeah, yeah the, the teacher in me is screaming. He, he he wasn't developmentally there yet. Right. He was <laughs> academically, but that's a very, that's a fine motor, you know. Yes. Developmental. And, you know, even, and some people confuse that. They confuse, you know, being um, 
book smart or whatever yes. they're develop. I mean, you know, when our kids are developing, they at a certain age, they can't necessarily do certain things. They're not exactly. kudos to you, Tyree. I'm very impressed after your mom just clarified that. Yes. That's awesome that you did that because um, that's really hard what you did. And he had to learn it in four months. It wasn't a yes. year. Oh. And, okay, so the teacher is really impressed right now. Oh. Four months. You know, yeah. that, that is, you did something that, you know, for your age, you weren't developmentally ready for, and you weren't ready at it and got it. So good for you. <laughs> right. Oh, I appreciate that. I mean, it was, it was excruciating. Like, I, I understand what you're saying now. I guess the emotional maturity of it was that, you know, how, how, how brutal it was. Like, I mean, just countless nights I was trying to figure this out. Like, um, it's almost like it was, I was learning a whole new language. I, I guess that's mm -hmm. something that was flexed very early in my life. Yeah. And I, that did actually open up some, some parts of my brain that made me want to learn language more. I actually like moved on to do a little bit of Japanese, Italian, Spanish, but, but like you said, I think you're right. If I hadn't had, if I, if I had not have had that, um, prerequisite, probably linguistic kind of, uh, synapses or whatever, I probably wouldn't have been able to catch up at all and would have emotionally been very upset with myself. Um, on top of that though, I, I do want to bring up that question. Like, what do you feel about skipping children since you are a teacher and my mom right. has actually experienced this as well. Um, I think, uh, there was moments where I just kind of wanted to play. Like my mind would Cognitively, the development. I wanted mind. to just play and like, yeah. it'd be like everyone else was like, they were fifth graders and I would like, there was times where we had play and there was like toys in the back, but my mind would wander and I would be over there like just being creative, you know? And I felt like that's yeah. something that I've explored um, even, I, I think yeah. I was talking to Caleb about this of like always keeping that creativity as we get older, sometimes that tends to kind of lock in mm -hmm. and logic becomes more apparent. Um, but I yeah, always was um, like really open to that. I'm sorry, Claire. No, I was just to say it, it, that mm -hmm. you know it's kind of a hard. That is a hard concept. Um, and you know, there. I don't know. I I guess I'm not really in the position to really say if it's a bad or a good thing. But just um, you know, in my experience, that you know, I think you would have to um you know, kind of look at the individual child and everything, but the fact that you, you were very normal and wanting to do that because right. for, for the age you were at, that was where you were. And honestly, um, one of the things I've learned as a preschool teacher now that, cause I taught in the grade school, I I've taught, like I said, I've taught lots of different grade levels and different roles mm -hmm. and things. And I, I taught third and fourth grade for many, many years. Now I'm in preschool and I actually have learned an awful lot since I've been a preschool teacher, um, probably more than I did when I was a grade school teacher um, and learned a lot about development and, and how children learn. And the most important way children learn is through play. So what you were doing is you were learning in your way. So you wanted, you didn't want to do this. You wanted to play. That's the way you were learning. That's the way you were processing that. Mm -hmm. um, because see. that's one of the things I love about the program that I teach now where I'm at is that the biggest part of our day is that the kids are in learning centers playing, just playing. Mm -hmm. uh, they're just being kids. They're, they're learning through play. They're, you know, working with each other. They're learning how to share They're, you know, we try to interact with them 
and but they can you know go from play you know we have all these different opportunities out for them and they can go where they want and um you know they they have the opportunity to talk to each other and they get to do different you know art things and you know dramatic play and building and and they learn through that play um so yeah so you know I don't know if I answer your question, but, no, <laughs> but you when did. you said that, when you kept I saying, I just yeah. wanted to go play, I kept thinking, well, that's how you were learning. <laughs> right, right. That so. <laughs> well, I mean, the reason, the reason why um, my mother and I have said something about it, it's the school had taken it like a, as a disciplinary thing. Like mm-hmm. they were like, oh, he's like, he's playing around, he's goofing off, yeah, you know, yeah. it was like this thing. Mm-hmm. So she had to be called in and, and they had to talk to her and all this other stuff. And then it just became this thing where it was like, well, that's kind of naturally what people want to do. Um, the irony of the whole thing is as I've gotten older, I've always loved group dynamics. And that's mm-hmm. kind of like always been how I learn in this like, you know, communal aspect. So there's part of that too. Um, I think that that is very helpful. Cause like you said, I, I never really was, I did sports, but I really wasn't like super into them. So that's also another way, like, you know, as you're going through adolescence or um, teenage years, you start to learn your social identity and how you play mm-hmm. and how you move in a team, um, how that social structure works. It actually, you know, there's probably a direct pipeline to like football players, to corporate workers, but to just learning how to move in that synergy. But um, I think after that school, I kind of moved into a much more homeschooled environment, right, mom? And that kind of opened up a lot more aspects of myself. So yeah, education has been very interesting. And, and I think that's something that both of, both of our mothers can really bond on that you know, they've really pressed that as key. Like education is so awesome. And, you know, the true, the true wise, the true wisdom of it is that we never know enough, you know, <laughs> that we're constantly learning, we're constantly exactly. learning new things. Oh, and that's kind of what the birth of the show was. So thanks for birthing us. <laughs> right? <Wow. laughs> <We're circular. laughs> I, uh... No, 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 I'm joking. That I... <laughs> but, no, um... I... Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think as we get closer to, to wrapping up and everything, I, I think it would be fun to continue to just share some fun memories or even talk about, it, it sounds like raising us wasn't too difficult. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was our, it was, uh, those were the biggest push was just uh, um, the uninspired feelings. Like, would you say that mom? Would you say that was like, you know, in like eight, like eight years old, seven, like what was your biggest push for me as like, like, ah, oh, Tariq, here we go. I mean, it's hard. It's like pulling teeth from my mom because she's never said a bad word so about me. So I'm curious to see, like, what was the most difficult mother experience that only mothers can sip wine and talk about instead of in front of their kids? <laughs> oh, wow. It's a joke. It's a joke. You don't even have to go there. But um, the, 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 the point of the matter is it's not an easy job and it's not an easy role that you play. And I'm just thankful and I'm grateful for everything that you have done. Um, the teachings that have been over the years for sure has been so awesome. I'm glad that Caleb was the best student because he's teaching me how to be a much better student. Uh, my mom was the same way on me, but I rebelled heavy. So <laughs> you were a lot more receptive. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, oh my gosh, I do not want to write this outline. <laughs> I, swear. I was uh, the teacher's pet. I'll be honest. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's a it good spot me. to be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when it comes to, um, you know, just the the human psyche and uh, the human emotions of life and stuff. Oh, that's mm-hmm. that's where me and my mom like we we just can you know talk for hours and connect even with others. And I'm sure those those would be so great. 
But I, I thought about too, um, even like you said, as we kind of wind up with the memories, uh, just kind of like uh, opening up the idea of education in a grand way. Uh, maybe that's some topics that we can kind of jump on because that's kind of how we, you know, our foundation has gotten here. And you've obviously just finished, you know, your education system. So it would be great to connect to our audiences about, you know, their, their pathways and how they've got through um, teaching, specifically um, uh, teaching with disabilities because I think there are some connections to autism. Um, I think autism awareness just passed or, or something like that, or was there, there was a couple yes. of days for it? And, you know, I, I bring that up to say the idea of playing, you know, and just having, you know, I wouldn't say, you know, I don't really diagnose myself, but self-diagnosis are crazy, but I've had social anxiety. I think we've all experienced that in a deep way, but even as a child, and I can imagine how intense it is for some of these autistic children. So. Shout out for that uh, and the, the stuff that goes on with there and Puzzle Life. I've been checking his stuff out as well. Shout out to him. Yes. Um, hopefully we can get him on the show as well. Um, but there's um, there's apparently like there's a park or something that he said wasn't actually as active. I was watching his show, his podcast, and he said how um, the original aspect of it was so that the autistic can, uh, can play in tandem and learn how to communicate because they don't communicate socially. It's nonverbal. Um, much like uh, some things that uh, Caleb was experiencing where he's like, I'm saying something to you, but I feel like a caveman because they're not even listening. Yeah. You know? And I've often had those moments, you know, mm -hmm. even even those that have dealt with um, some sort of uh, depression in deep ways have had issues with having to relearn to speak and reconnecting to that. So I often see, um, you know, just so if Caleb's listening, but this uh, Jedi training that he had for speech therapy, I need to go to your pathologist <laughs> so I can get my radio voice on. Because that four Hello? years of training is like got you got you in a good spot, man. You know, yeah. I think it's awesome. So uh, well, I think uh, I think to add to that, the the yeah. funny thing is, um, as I, I credit you know you credit so much to your speech pathologists and everything that they can help you with. Um, obviously, the radio voice also just kind of comes with time, I think, as well, because I i mean, my mom can attest my first radio show did not sound uh, crisper to what it is today. My first radio show was, hello, well, welcome to, <laughs> you know, no. crazy. I'm sure I'm sure it sounded something like that. But it's I, I will say uh, it's been it's been about. Now doing it for almost four years now, it's been about a year or two ago when I started getting more messages from people, especially my family telling me, man, that sounded really good. And then it was it was really about a year ago when uh, I'll never forget, it was my grandmother. She sent me a text and she goes, that was like the best show you've ever done. She Aww. said, you did so well. She said, I actually forgot halfway through that I was listening to my grandson. I thought I was listening to just a guy on FM radio, you know? And that, so that was like oh. the moment that it hit like this is exactly what I'm supposed to be. Grandma doing. likes it. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's same thing over here, man. Uh, gra uh, my grandmother is one of our biggest supporters, man. Mm -hmm. She she watches every show, so I appreciate her so, so much. Yeah. So um. So I I was gonna say that, and I thought this would be a perfect segue, unless we have other memories and stuff to share. I know my mom has to go. I appreciate no. you spending this time. Oh, you have more time to say, unless you wanted to say something as well. Um. I was going to make a joke of saying that uh, I always uh, end the show with saying, Caleb, do the thing. And now it means so much more to our audience when he says, when I say do the thing. So I just want to put that out there. It's it's him doing his radio voice. He just goes and he just Hello? goes into his own. Like, you guys are here. You're here. You get it. 
It's actually my favorite part of the show. It's, <laughs> it really is. Don't tell our guests like, that. How does he do that? It's so funny. Sometimes our guests literally sit and like, you know, because it's a visual show as well. Most of our audience usually is on Spotify. Shout out to you guys that just listen to our voice every day. But the ones that see us, you can just see sometimes the guests are in awe. And they're like, is he reading Yeah, their that? jaws like Because <laughs> it's so fast. He's moving a million miles. <laughs> and I'm doing it all entirely off the top of my head, by the way. I'm not I'm not looking at anything. I'm just going for it. But <laughs> It called Santa. No, <laughs> I think, uh, uh, no, I think this show has been just absolutely wonderful. And, and I would like to say, you'll talk kind of, put his last statement on and, and before we ask the two of you to if you have anything else to yeah, say, sure. I would like to say um for me personally um you know my mom mentioned a few things throughout uh, throughout the show and kind of her path to identity and, and with memories of myself and everything and and uh, something that I for a long time I always kind of brushed off but I realized is actually like one of the biggest things to who I am as a person and, um, and it really, I think, has allowed me to develop uh, into who I am today as well. Um, and I, I really, I strongly believe this. And, and, and that's uh, with my mom being a single mother and being raised by my mom for the first few years of my life. And uh, once my dad did enter the equation and, uh, and uh, having my grandparents there and everything, I, I really do believe, you know, I've realized that there are certain things certain skills that I have, certain things in my mind, all that. I think it also allows me to be a little bit more open and uh, I, I suppose just being able to be a little bit more inclusive in conversation is by having some of that experience and everything, it's allowed me to uh, kind of have different perspectives. And I think that's why when I, when I do have a conversation with someone, I'm not very quick to jump to one side. I, I'm like my mom and I stay very in the middle and I like to hear both sides, you know, not necessarily devil's advocate, but rather just kind of the, the medium, right? right. And, um, and I, I would like to say that with that, I've realized that it, it's actually a really good skill to have for my career. Um, and I never would have thought. And I, I think this show was one of the big indicators to help me discover who I truly was. And, uh, over the, the path of the time of the identity podcast, I've, be, I, I've become to really discover my identity as well as mm. we discover our guests and our, our subscribers, our fans describe their or, or um, discover theirs as well. And so I think, um, you know, when I look back, I realize these certain big things. And one of those is, you know, the speech therapy, having to go see a speech pathologist. Um, it's the just simply having a lot of health problems. Thanks, mom. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and then also just, uh, you know, have, having that as well, uh, being raised just by my mom for a little bit, I think is a really big thing. Um, there as well but I, I appreciate her so much and I think it also goes to show why I'm so close with my mom I'm a big time mama's boy I won't ever deny it um, you can you can give me a plaque yes. and I will proudly accept it uh, <laughs> I've always been that way and so I, I appreciate her for wanting to come on the show she was actually very excited she put a yes with a big exclamation point uh, when I when I sent her the text but she was very excited and, and uh, she's been a supporter of this show since day one. And uh, 
just a supporter of mine since day one. And so I'm very grateful to th these next few weeks as things wind down for me here at college. I'm grateful to know that I get to spend it, my graduation with my mom and I get to have her by my side uh, now. It's just announced. And uh, the fact that I get to, <laughs> the fact that I get to um, simply just celebrate something and why I'm here today is because of her is uh it's priceless yeah amazing beautiful amazing <laughs> well if uh, anyone tomorrow? yeah <laughs> what am I supposed to say <laughs> you follow I know me both of y'all are just like blink, blink, blink. <laughs> <laughs> I got that no but I will say that I when he texted me the other day was it yesterday Caleb yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And texted me yesterday to say that we could actually physically be at his graduation. Um, mm. I am not the type really to cry or get, I mean, mm. I'm, you know, I have emotions, but I'm not a real, I guess, emotional. Like I don't get, you know, real teary eyed or cry. But I definitely teared up and kind of you know, choked up a little bit when I got that message that I was going to be able to be at his graduation. Cause I think I just kind of accepted the fact that, well, I get to, you know, watch my son graduate from college online, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so being able to be there is, especially as hard as he's worked uh, these last four years, I'm, I do have to say, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Congrats, man. Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. And soon, congratulations to you too, Mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just so awesome, Caleb, as you was um, just kind of concluding, you know, to really see there's so many similarities, you know, that both Tariq and you have, you know, yeah. just the foundation of, you know, the mom, the grandparents, you know, that kind of stuff, which is really, really good. Um, you know, and I just honor, you know, this opportunity that has been extended, you know, to celebrate mothers, um, but also too, you know, that there are so many out there that may not be mothers, but as a woman, as a lady, um, God has gifted us with a maternal instinct, you know, mm -hmm. and I just think kind of what I opened up with um, earlier about just individualism and, and, and respecting and honoring who we are what God has afforded us, you know, when you look back even through the biblical times in the Old Testament, those that were without children were shunned or looked down upon, mm -hmm. but we have to recognize that each aspect of us, God has created to be unique, you know, just the aspect of Caleb, who you are today, how vocal you are, you know, how you articulate as you're expressing and sharing, who would have ever thought, you know, that you experienced something that could have been a major setback, but you had a mother that was supportive, but you also had a tenacity to continue to persevere. So just for me, you know, I just want to acknowledge the mothers, but acknowledge women, you know, in mm -hmm. general, because even if you've not been afforded the opportunity, it doesn't make you less than. It just means that uniquely God is now putting you in a place that those who may not you know, um, have mothers or, or, or aunts or whatever to really be an intricate aspect of that life, of shaping that life and nurturing that life and bringing them, you know, to come to know who they are and their identity. So I, I'm, I'm very excited um, and I can really say I commend, you know, the show and I just honor you, Janet, and just, you know, Caleb, how you've nurtured him because it is, it's, it's, it's a, 
awesome display of how Tyreek is also learning and being shaped, you know, because again, society, he is a mother's child, but he fights it sometimes so much, you know, because yeah. sometimes he looks at it and he's like, no, mom, you didn't let me do these things. Or you, you know, you were, you were too nurturing to me or you were too, you know, and not that anybody's choices is, is, is wrong or bad, but I'm honored, you know, today that no, he's not yet married. Uh, you know, he's not, um, you know, have children yet, you know, he's not ever experienced, you know, law issues, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah. sometimes we don't recognize the gifts and the blessings that we have, because again, we're so busy looking outward and allowing society and media to predict or predicate what we should be or who we should be. So I'm honored, you know, it is a blessing, you know, to share with each and every one of you and definitely with my son. I opened up just in conclusion with the, uh, Caleb, I said, you know, as many hats as I play, sometimes I'm very shy or nervous sometimes to do like media or podcasts and things like that. But it's interesting that for my son, I would sacrifice to do anything <laughs> just to be, you know, 500% of support, you know, just wow. to let him know how proud I am of him and how he encourages me to continue to persevere and remain, you know, consistently elevating to fulfill my dreams and my goals as well. <laughs> that was so well said. Wow. So <laughs> yeah. You should come on the show every week, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> <Take> my job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was really good. Really well said. Yeah, yeah. That, was, oh that was beautiful. That was absolutely beautiful. Thank you, Mom. Amazing. I love you. Love you too. <laughs> you can tell. I, 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 I took the speech away. He, he wasn't on mute this time, Caleb. All right, this time I wasn't. <laughs> Not this time. Right, I really wasn't. He's yeah, he's I, blushing um, a little bit. You can tell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's been it's been a journey. Yeah. Uh, corona definitely put put it uh put this in perspective and then yeah we started this in august and we're sailing this is this is the move <laughs> we're going up from here you know as far as society and i don't know not being married doesn't sound like the worst <laughs> 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 no I, i'm appreciative of all the yeah the obstacles i've avoided i do agree with that sometimes i do I can be a very high-minded and like focus on the vision and not mm -hmm. look at where um, the steps I've I've crossed on the, yeah. you know the obstacles that I've had. So um, I I definitely am helpful and grateful to be reminded of you know my beginnings as well. With when we come from we speak to our mothers and well you got past this one you're gonna get past the next one. So yes. I appreciate that. I guess because <laughs> the guy has to go. I'm sorry. <laughs> New York's <laughs> never quiet. You know how it is. But um, so Caleb. You want to do the thing? <laughs> I will do the thing. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for listening to the Identity Podcast and for watching the Identity Podcast as well. Of course, every single week we are live right here on Facebook via Find Your ID NYC and of course on YouTube and Twitch via the Identity Podcast every Wednesday at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Time. That's right, every Wednesday at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Time for the Identity Podcast. Don't forget to go ahead and check us out on all social media platforms. That's right, on all social media platforms, you can follow us at the Identity Podcast. Uh, we're, we're available for you. Message us, you know, interact with us. We love we love to have fans to interact with us. It's so much fun and we, we love to post stuff on there as well. And of course, yeah. don't forget to 
listen to our podcast available on all streaming platforms. That's right. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whoever it may be, you can listen to us on all streaming platforms at the Identity Podcast. And of course, if you love the Identity Podcast and want to sponsor us, well, guess what? You can. All you have to do is email us at press at findyouridnyc.com and we'll get back to you with more details. Pretty cool stuff there. Of course, the Identity Podcast every week Wednesday, 7.15 p.m. Eastern Time. As we continue into May, we continue, you know, different rebranding stuff, really just kind of going to all sorts of different things that we can talk about. I'm very excited for the month. We are booked for a long time ahead. Uh, we've got lots of guests. It's going to be just jam-packed full of, of different personalities, uh, identities, constantly discovering new things every week. We've got authors. We've got chefs. We've got uh, we've got tech people coming on. We've got life coaches. Next week is a life coach. Our first life coach for so excited to have on the show that Jill Wilk coming on the show uh, May 12th. So check it out again every Wednesday, 7.15 p.m. Eastern time. That's right. For the Identity Podcast. Thanks as always for tuning in. This has been such an amazing show. Our Mother's Day celebration featuring our moms. Uh, we, I, I can be honest. I think we were a little nervous. Uh, I was nervous. A little oh nervous God. about how this I was, was going to so go. Nervous. But I think that's very why great. I... Yeah, came a little late. That's why you came late. Now we know. (laughs) Now we know. Never let them see you sweat. I know, I know. Hey, listen, my vulnerability is is always on the show. I actually wanted to ask uh, Janet a question. When did uh, Caleb's Hawaiian shirt obsession start? Okay, this is a great story. It was his senior year in high school. He started, he was his first day of senior, and he's like, Mom, he goes, I want to uh, talk about, I guess, finding your identity. He's like, I want to do something that is going to set me apart. Like, I want to do something that's like out, you know, something I haven't done. He goes, I, I want to start a new trend this year for my senior year so that, you know, people when they'll remember me by it or whatever. And so he, my husband had had some Hawaiian shirts. Um, my husband's a big Jimmy Buffett fan. So we would go to some concerts and stuff. And so he had these shirts and Caleb's like, I'm going to wear this today. It's like, I think first day of senior year. So, and he got, you know, all this attention, like, Hey, Caleb, I love your shirt. You know, he's like, I want to keep doing this. So, guy. you know, we'd like go to Goodwill and get them like, you know, and so now like, that's what everybody gets them. Our family, my parents, my brother and his family, we do, he gets them for birthdays and, you know, Christmas, everything. Yep. But he did this this whole senior yep. year. It was pretty much his thing where he just started wearing Hawaiian shirts every day. And the funny story is the year after he graduated that next school year on, cause Caleb was in the band. They actually had a pet band night, which was dressed like, it was dressed like Caleb Couch, wear your Hawaiian shirt. (laughs) (laughs) So he started this whole, so it really started because he just kind of wanted to do something to kind of set himself apart his senior year. And now it's like totally a part of who he is. (laughs) I I know so many people, you know, I I once had a, I actually had a, a time in college where uh, uh, throughout my time, I had a week where I didn't wear a Hawaiian shirt. And I actually had a professor come up to me after class and said, are you doing okay this week, Caleb? Like, we can always talk. And I'm like, I'm great. Why? What's up? He's like, well, you haven't worn a Hawaiian shirt in a very long time. I'm like, it's been since like Sunday. He's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, they're in the wash. Like, <laughs> I just need to do laundry. Like, <laughs> 
You wear black one day, you're like, whoa, it actually has been kind of nice because it's really, it's makes it really easy to buy gift for him now. Buy gifts you know for him now. Wants, yeah. you know, I know just find a great Hawaiian shirt and Caleb's happy, you know? <laughs> we're, th we're thinking about making some merch ideas from those. Yeah. So definitely. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, awesome. it's, uh, it's been, and now I have far too many. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm in the thirties now and it's, uh, <laughs> It's crazy, but hey, I mean, the way I see it is I have I have one for every day of the month, and then some. So yes, there you go. Pretty great. <laughs> but, but you've been listening to the Identity Podcast. I'm glad Tark finally was able to uh, get that question out there, <laughs> and to hear <laughs> to hear when it all started. You, you know, I think it's funny to to conclude on that. Um, I I had been wearing Hawaiian shirts periodically throughout my entire life. Um, and even like that summer, I wore it like a little bit more than I had usually, but it was a beginning of senior year of high school when I started to realize I wanted to do something different. And I don't know, it just kind of clicked. That was, that's what it was. And it was the first day when I had like in the first five minutes of class, everyone's like, that's such a cool shirt. I'm like, this is sticking over a long time. Because <laughs> when you get like five compliments right off the bat, that's when you know, like, I am in the game. <laughs> but but it's it's uh it's been a, a great honor here for our Mother's Day celebration once again with our moms here for the Identity Podcast. Thanks as always for tuning in for listening every single week right here on Wednesdays at seven fifteen PM Eastern Time for the Identity Podcast. Thanks as always. We'll catch you next week for an exciting show featuring Jill Wilk, a life coach. Thank you as always. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Happy Mother's Day, everyone. Thank you. Hey, Thank everyone. you, everyone, for what you do. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs>